Hey everyone, Cameron Williams here with GPS yet again, and I'm back with Lars Coburn. What's up, Glendale Post Sermon? Dude, okay, we're so psyched to have you. Yeah, um, I feel I, like I have found my global positioning moment <laughs> right, right here. My gosh. And um, and I, I know we did the episode last week with Lars, but but uh, this is probably going to be Lars's final uh, episode, at least with us. Yeah, final on the ground in person. Yes, because we've yeah. definitely figured out how to do like online stuff, so we'll probably have him in future episodes. Don't, don't worry about that. So uh, well, anyway, without further ado, let's start navigating. Let's. All set. Let's go. So, uh, Lars, uh, you talked about um, doing better even during times of of stress and, and, and worry. Uh, could you go into that a little bit more? Yeah, so I think right now I would call what we're going through with all the stuff around coronavirus and the fact that we're calling it a global pandemic and it's affecting the whole world, uh, that we're really very heightened in our anxiety. And there's a story about um, David writing these psalms and he played music and different things to calm the anxious heart of a king named Saul. And Saul had what um, the Bible calls an evil spirit from the Lord to torment him. And I, I'm not exactly sure what all goes into that, but I, I think of the ways in which uh, superstition has pervaded our world. Mm-hmm. And we've called things evil spirits that were you know, scientifically proven now to be mental disorders or even just um, plain old healthy bodily reactions to our world around us. And I think Saul was going through a lot of anxiety. And I would say that today, none of us can really escape the the evil spirit, if you will, of anxiety. Yeah, yeah he definitely seemed a bit moody. Um, yeah, for sure. And, yeah, uh, maybe he had yeah. a full-on um, bipolar disorder. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe, but, uh, but, yeah. but I do think that we're all at... at differing levels facing anxiety um, today. And that anxiety could be chronic, as in um, some people, uh, some of our friends who um, grew up in the South and and they can trace their ancestors back to, you know, being slaves in the American colonies. Mm. Um, And, you know, they can't do what I can, which is trace my family back to Norway or, you know, somewhere um, where they can say, oh, this is my roots. They're not sure. Their roots are... Um, in in yeah. slavery, and so that means that there's chronic anxiety in their family and in their family system. Yeah. Uh, for others of us, though, it may be an acute kind of anxiety mm-hmm. brought on by um, the everyday moments of living together with our loved ones and roommates, you know, and, and so it may not be as insidious to us, but it, it can yeah. definitely wreck our lives uh, pretty badly if we let it get a hold yeah. of us. And looking at that screen for a long time can really get to you, too. Yeah, for sure. You, yeah. But um, but yeah, uh, you you talked a bit about how it's it is hard for us to kind of focus in when there's so much going around. But through Christ, we can we can center ourselves. Um, how do we how we do how do we center ourselves more in Christ? Uh, yeah. So I mean, it, it's not an easy thing. It's not like rubbing the the magic genie lamp. On Sunday, I talked about the importance of Psalm twenty three in our lives, and how uh, a kind of really, really great mind of, uh, around spiritual formation. And, and spiritual formation really just means, Cameron, that we're shaping the way that we approach our relationship with God. Yeah. So uh, forming, you know, you think about clay and the, the 
person mm-hmm. who's making a bowl, like our friend Barbara um, Rogue, she's forming a bowl. And so she would be considered somebody who's doing the formation of that bowl. And so the, the thought is that you and I are shaping, are forming mm-hmm. the way that we engage with God. And so this guy, Dallas Willard, who's just kind of like done a lot of study on that, he talked about uh, in response to a question like, what was the one thing that he did um, in his life? And this he was an older guy at the time. And he responded, I recite or meditate on the Lord's Prayer or Psalm 23 every morning before I get out of bed and every night when I go to bed. And it seems so simple. And that's yeah. where I was going at. It's like, how do we center our minds on Christ? How do we avoid anxiety? We do it by engaging with these simple practices of when we get up and when we lie down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I talked about how um, the Psalm 23 teaches us the heart of, of God, the heart of Christ. Um, it's a confident response to uh, the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6 that Jesus prays and says, this is the heart of God, that the God's kingdom would come, that um, he would give us uh, daily provision, that he would deliver us from evil. Like, this is what we're to ask the heart of God mm-hmm. to do for us. And Psalm 23 says, yeah, and God's already done that for you, and God's going to continue to shepherd you and care for your heart. Um, and so it, it's funny to say that the Spirit of Christ, who taught us to pray the Lord's Prayer, answered the Lord's Prayer a thousand years earlier mm-hmm. in David, but I think it's right in line with what God does all the time. Yeah. And we talk about layers of reading the text, and so you might be uncomfortable with that idea, but it's worth looking at it and saying, the Bible has many layers. It's yeah. not one-sided. It's not flat. It has depth to it. Mm-hmm. And so that's the Spirit of God at work in it. It's not just a dead document, a historical document. It's something that's living and breathing through the Spirit of God at work. And so it's no wonder that maybe that's not what the Psalm 23 was originally meant for, to be an yeah. answer to the Lord's yeah. Prayer, but it can be now. And yes. it can be for you and me as we say it and we get to then riff our prayers um, mm-hmm. as we talk through uh, Psalm 23. And, and maybe we just do a, a sentence or two in the morning, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. And then off of that, we pray our own prayer. Yeah. Um, and we, yeah. And we can get caught up in, in what's going on around us. But like you said, ultimately, it's action. It's it's giving. It, it's not so much seeking that peace as it is creating that yeah. peace in your in your own community and, and in the people around you because God has given you the tools necessary to create peace, to create love and to create hope. So so really settling in and, and doing those things, praying in the morning, praying at night, it, it just kind of it helps that peace yeah. to manifest more within I you. I hate to say it, but I gotta take this. Hello? Okay, cool. Ooh, we're getting a phone call right in the middle of GPS. First time. It's in the garage. Okay, never mind. It might be underneath my chair next to my desk. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Nice. When no. the wife calls, I got to answer. You know what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, As, apologies. See, another example of good Christian, be, like, example from Lars. <laughs> there are very Always. few people who I can, <laughs> I will interrupt anything for and take a phone call, and often I am bad about 
taking her phone calls, so I need to take them more often. No, but, but that's anyway, on the checklist for GPS now. I'm like, I've, we've done that. We've had a phone call on the episode. Boom, there you go. Done. There it's you good. go. Awesome, that's good. Man. Hopefully, you can edit it out or something. <laughs> no, or, no, we'll it, use no, it. We'll it's see. It's staying in. It's staying in for sure. Uh, yeah. So the baby needed her pacifier. So there you go. That's the the answer to right? the question. The, the, the answer to the question is, yeah. you know, the baby needs a pass, so you got to go out and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, find it. Or um, find it, yes. Yeah. Seek and you shall find. That's right, that's uh, right. Knock and the uh, babies are us shall be opened. There you go, that's right, that's right, yeah. But, um, but yeah, with, but, uh, but creating that piece is, is ultimately the goal. Right, and I, and I think it's difficult because we often want to create the piece by doing a lot. And so that's why in some ways, like I couldn't not suggest something to do. And so I suggested memorizing Psalm 23 and we've been praying the Lord's Prayer at at 8 a.m. and noon and uh, 6 p.m. as a church, setting alarms and doing that. And I was thinking we could start adding Psalm 23 into the mix. Maybe you do both. Sometimes maybe you do one or the other. Um, But it's, I, I couldn't help myself, but say, here's an idea for you to try. But that's really not how you create peace. Um, Peace is when you let God be the shepherd of your heart, Mm -hmm. when you make God the shepherd of your heart. So you're not the one who is doing the work. The work is done for you. The the goodness and love that pursues us, as the psalmist says, um, all the way to the house of the Lord, is because we're the anointed ones of God. Yes, yeah, exactly. Not because of what we've achieved, but because of what God has done mm-hmm. for us. And and that's the central part of the gospel, right, is that um, yeah. even when we were still separated from God and didn't know God and didn't choose God, God chose us and sent Jesus to die for us. Um, and so we have to really wrestle with this idea of, do I get to make my own peace, you know? Yeah, because um, it, yeah, it really is the middle ground. It's not, it's not just, you know, bringing it, it's... it's channeling it it's focusing it it's it's because god has given you the ability to to do it It, it's it's not just actively you know trying and forcing it it really is like you said it's an ebb and flow it's like you kind of have to look for the moments when to step in and and when to you know yeah yeah i mean i guess i guess for me i don't even know that it is about stepping in i i really think it's about um surrender surrendering yes stepping in and surrendering and uh and so it's an ebb and flow yeah so you just you don't even um the point isn't me making my peace it's the point is is the peace is there and so i think that's where we get the chance to to see god as the shepherd of our heart means Mm -hmm. that we need practices to remind us that we're not the shepherd Yes. Or that um, our human representatives and leaders mm-hmm. and presidents and pastors yeah. oh, and yeah. spouses, Definitely. no one else can hold our peace for us or make yeah. us happy. Mm-hmm. None of those people can do for us what God is supposed to be for us. And that's where the human need to mm-hmm. replace God with yeah. other humans or other things um, what we call idolatry in the Bible when yeah. they're worshiping these other gods and things is the, the central sin, the central separation from God. It's the, mm-hmm. it is the thing that, um, leads us down to where yeah. we're, we're not in relationship with God anymore and we're not at peace. Um, and so I think that's what Psalm 23 and the Lord's Prayer teach us is that God is 
meant to be the shepherd of our mm-hmm. heart. We need to let God be the shepherd of our heart and not keep replacing God with these other human um, leaders things. and things. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not so much that when I pray Psalm 23 that I'm more at peace. Um, it's that yeah. it teaches me what yes. it means to be at peace. It mm-hmm. means that even as violence happens to me or to others, even in my powerless state or in my power that I may accidentally or in unintentionally use to abuse others, yeah. that yes. I then see myself going, I need God to be the one who's leading me um, in the right paths. Um, and yeah. so it's not me figuring it out. You know, I'm not, yeah, exactly. I'm not one degree from uh, figuring out the, the right way to live or to yeah, have the best course. life. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I, I, and, and what I meant to clarify is just like, is, is it's not you, but you, you can't do, it's like, we're the body of Christ is that is more what I meant. Like, like when, when it comes to peace, it's like if you see someone saying like, oh, like there's a lot of stuff happening. It's like mm-hmm. being the peace in that area and saying, hey, God is good. And God's, you know, like bringing it back to God. Like, Yeah, said, no, yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah, we mm-hmm. we don't uh, change God's heart, right? Uh, we are changed by God's heart. Y- yes. And uh, so we don't get the gods on our side. Exactly. We join yeah. God in what God is up to. It's, and it's, it's a lot of what I talked about last time on the episode about um, serving our neighbors and yeah. joining. Mm-hmm. We really want to join with the Spirit of God at work in these initiatives, Absolutely. not come up with them on our own, exactly. right? Yeah. And so we ought to be listening for the heart of God. In, in what he's up to. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, that's, that's some good stuff, man. Um, Thanks. So, what, what would you say is the big idea then for, for this? Yeah. I think the big idea is uh, to let Psalm 23 and the Lord's Prayer teach us to pray, um, teach us to pray differently than we normally do. Um, and I think that the big thing they teach us to pray is, is to let God be. Uh, the shepherd of our heart, the the king of our heart, the ruler of our heart. Uh, so Matthew 6 uses a lot of like king language mm-hmm. about God's glory and power and rule and reign. Um, God's kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven. And then Psalm 23 uses this shepherd language, but also thinking about a king in that way that the king shepherds the people. And then there's the house of the Lord and there's this meal before the enemies. Um, and so it seems to be that there's this kingly um, usage in both things. And that's that, I think, teaches our prayers to say, who is the ruler? Who's the king? Who's the, the person in charge of our heart? And if it's not God, um, then we're probably going to be pretty anxious people. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be pretty overcome with it. And so the big idea, I would say, is that let these passages be committed to memory mm-hmm. and recite them often, meditate on them so that they will teach you yes. to let God be the king of your heart and not uh, get confused with putting other things in that place. Awesome. And what's a, what's a nice interaction you had with someone this week? Oh, I've had several interactions with neighbors, um, mm-hmm. uh, a neighbor, Alex, and her uh, boyfriend who live um, right next to us, and he drives uh, for, like, food delivery stuff. Oh, cool. I don't, to be honest, know his name. I've mm-hmm. lived there now over a year, and I don't still know his name. For some reason, I just can't get his name down, but both he and, it, and his girlfriend, Alex, who I do know her name, um, 
both said they were really going to miss us, and uh, and it was it was just a really sweet interaction where I, I realized, you know, I, I still don't know his name, but I've had like 10, 15 conversations with him about yeah. things, and uh, and it seems to have mattered that we yeah. live there. Yeah, um, and you're really going to miss them too. I'm going to miss them. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, that's great. Well, um, just remember the message of Christ is to be at peace um, in any situation you're in, uh, and and to always we're we're with everyone out there who's struggling and suffering right now. Um, we're with Black Lives, um, we're and and everything that's going on with that. We just want to say that uh, we love you guys, and peace be with everyone. Thanks again for joining us today on GPS. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Instagram at Glendale Post Sermon. And you can connect with Glendale Church at Glendale Church of Christ. You can find me on Instagram at Cam the Voice. Our website is www.glendale.church, where you can get more info about us, including location, hours, or if you just want to connect with someone. Thanks again for listening to Glendale Post Sermon. We'll see you next time.